0: This is Mark Gun Media.
1: Hey. Welcome to Gunshots Straight from the Hip. I'm your host, Mark Gunn. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and guests and not necessarily reflective of anyone or any entity associated with this broadcast. This episode is brought to you by the Centers for Disease
2: Control. The best way to protect yourself from 2019 novel coronavirus is to avoid being exposed to the virus. Additionally, there are preventative actions that you can take to protect yourself and your family from the spread of respiratory viruses that can make you sick. These include stay home if you're sick, cover your cough, and wash your hands. For more
1: information, visit coronavirus.gov. That's coronavirus.gov. This episode, Karen, not just a name, it's a mission statement. Everyone is aware of the Karen phenomenon. What you may not know is that Karens have always been a part of American culture. She
0: thinks it's cute that her driver almost hit my kids. And she thinks she needs to take a video of it. I'm being threatened by a
2: man in the ramble. Please send the cops immediately. You want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a Sunday at the lake? Yes. I just All of these women have been identified as Karens it by the internet. That's that's the internet. term has burst into the scene as racial tensions reach a boiling point in the U.S. The phrase may be new, but Karen-like behavior has been a constant in this country's history. I don't care what you think I'm acting exactly like. None you're about of these women are actually not named no, Karen, exactly but to many people, to they embody a certain persona in American society. A white person who uses their status and power to threaten or humiliate people of color. Our nation's current unrest shows how these behaviors can be much more dangerous than we think. Unfairly policing people of color is embedded deep in America's history. Karen just happens to be the new name for it. So Karen isn't always just a woman who likes to speak to the manager. It's much deeper than that.
1: But what exactly is a Karen?
2: Actress and comedian Amanda Seals has been outspoken about who exactly Karen is. Here's how she defined the term.
3: A Karen is a white woman whose oblivion of their privilege causes them to act in a way that is oppressive and oftentimes insane.
0: She is crazy. You're crazy. That's absolutely crazy. See? See?
3: Some might think that Karen is just a loud white woman asking for the manager, you know, disrupting your customer service experience. But I'm here to tell you, Karen goes a lot deeper.
4: You need to leave. You're not a part of this. You need to lead. You're not a part of this.
3: No. Karen is a white woman who is a descendant of those who came before her, who could scream and get a black man killed, who could point and get a black woman murdered.
2: The use of Karen has become much more serious as protests erupt around the world following the death of George Floyd. People with Karen-like behaviors have made national news within the past few years and continue to be exposed.
3: For me, these videos are very triggering. I think that there's a certain level of like, oh, ha, 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 they're annoying when you're just watching it. But in when you're in that situation, it is not an annoyance. It is a disruption of your being. Ma'am, can you just back off just a tad so I can talk to her? Thank you. Uh, You know that as a person of color, specifically a black person, you are the one who is going to be in the situation of having to prove your innocence.
1: For me, Karen stands for Killing Any Random Emancipated Negro.
2: There's a common thread throughout American history. With people of color being targeted for existing in traditionally white spaces, or for doing something most would describe as normal or harmless behavior. And we've seen over and over again that these types of altercations can lead to serious consequences for those targeted, sometimes even resulting in death.
1: For centuries, white women have weaponized their whiteness in order to bring harm to black men. One of the most egregious examples of this is Carolyn Bryant, the white woman who accused a 14-year-old Emmett Till of whistling at her an accusation that led to his murder. Last year, Ed Bradley did a story about the case for 60 minutes.
4: When J.W. Milam and Roy Bryant came to take Emmett Till, he also said he heard a woman's voice that night coming from a truck parked outside. He believed it was Roy Bryant's wife, Carolyn, the woman Emmett Till had whistled at several days earlier inside her husband's grocery store in Money, Mississippi. Mose Wright's son, Simeon, Emmett's cousin, says his father told him the same thing. Oh, yes. It was
1: uh, another man standing on the porch. My dad talked about it. There was uh, another person in the truck because when they marched Emmett out to the truck and they asked the person inside the truck, is this the one? My dad said he heard a woman's voice identifying Emmett as the boy that did the whistling.
4: So that must have been Brian's wife, Mrs. Brian.
1: At that time, we believed it was uh, Bryant's wife. And after 48 and some odd years, there's
4: nothing has arisen to dispel that uh, belief. Apparently, the local authorities back then believed it too. And according to FBI communiques, issued an arrest warrant for Carolyn Bryant on suspicion of kidnapping. But she was never arrested or charged. Today, we've learned that Carolyn Bryant is a focus of the Justice Department's new investigation, suspected of having assisted her husband Roy and J.W. Milam in the abduction of Emmett Till. She was divorced in 1979 and has since remarried and moved several times. She had all but disappeared from public view until we found her, now age 70 and known as Carolyn Dunham, living in Greenville, Mississippi. When I went to her house, she wouldn't answer the door. Moments later, her son, Frank Bryant, arrived, and we tried to talk to him. Can we talk to Mrs. Dunham? can you can't talk to me either. Can I talk? You get her to come out? No. I have some questions I'd like to ask her about Emmett Till. Emmett okay. Till. I'm sorry? two days. Will she come out and talk to us? What i just tell you. Tell me again. No. She won't? No. You're back. I'm back? I said goodbye. Goodbye. Yes. You're leaving? No, you're We called the house later in the day, and neither Frank Bryant nor his mother, Carolyn, would discuss the Emmett Till
1: case any further. After more than 60 years, Bryant would finally confess to lying about the whole thing in an interview with author Timothy Tyson.
0: Walk me through exactly what she told you. Did she say, I lied?
1: She didn't use that word. She sort of painted that piece of her testimony and said, that part's not true. So I asked her what was true, as anybody would. Uh, She said, I would like to tell you honestly, but I can't remember. She said, uh, you tell these stories until they seem true, but that part's not true. And then she said, nothing that boy did could ever justify what happened to him. Karens are often mocked for demanding to speak to the manager. But in the age of Donald Trump, more Karens are letting their racism and xenophobia get them fired. Take Amy Cooper, for example. She got bent out of shape because a black man dared to ask her to
2: leash her dog. A Central Park confrontation went viral, netting more than 25 million views. In it, a white woman appears to call police, accusing a black man of threatening her after he asked her to put her dog on a leash. Mayor de Blasio sounded off, too, calling it, quote, racism, plain and simple. I'm going
0: to tell them there's an African-American
2: man threatening my life.
1: Tonight, the the woman who called police on a black man in Central Park after an argument about her unleashed dog has been fired by the investment firm where she worked. In a tweet, Cooper's employer, Franklin Templeton Investments, saying they don't tolerate racism of any kind. Yep. Cooper, in an attempt to weaponize her whiteness, got fired.
0: What you're seeing in that action by Amy Cooper really goes back to centuries of white womanhood in this country being used to end people's lives, and in particular, black men's lives.
1: In another case, former conservative radio personality, Diana Ploss, went all Karen on a construction crew for not speaking English.
0: So shouldn't you be speaking English? Uh, Well, a lot of them speak English, but I just want them to speak Spanish. Okay, but it is America. It is, America, it is America. You should be speaking English. Plas explained to her radio audience that on her way into the radio station, she overheard a supervisor speaking Spanish to his crew. Sometimes all it takes to push a human being over the edge is a tree and some bricks. Is, <laughs> is some tree? Is a tree. Some bricks? Some bricks. And people speaking Espanol. What's the first thing I do? Go for my phone. Phone. Gotta do a live stream. Mm -hmm. International media outlets are reporting on the video. In a Facebook post, Morin's Landscaping said in part, I believe that we can all take immense pride in how quickly the community rallied to demonstrate that this type of behavior is completely unacceptable and will not be tolerated. Diana Ploss is a bigot, a xenophobe, a person spewing all the MAGA talking points to show their despise for fellow men and women if they are not white and do not believe in the world of Trump conspiracies. And guess what? You're about to lose your job. Oh, it happened. Miss Diana Ploss was fired from her radio gig, reports TMZ. WSMN 1590 issued the statement. Diana Ploss is no longer associated or affiliated in any way with WSMN. They added, we value freedom of speech, freedom of expression and assembly. We will not tolerate discrimination, racism or hatred we continue to present and offer on-air opportunities for discussion education and the exchange of opinions and ideas that's
1: right another karen is out of a job simply because she couldn't stand the thought of anyone in this country speaking any other language than english and here's what happens when a karen karens where she simply shouldn't what's your name i'm lisa Lisa, what's your last name? What is your... His name is James Jaime Juanilo. He's lived at this home for 18 years, running a dog-walking business. He started stenciling with chalk.
4: My first <laughs> instinct is, again, this,
1: again.
3: Well, we're not doing anything illegal. Neither
2: am I. Um, actually, you are. Actually. Oh, okay,
1: well then, call the cops. Thank you. We will do that. Lisa and Robert, yeah. I'll be right here. And she decided to call men with guns because of my chalk art. Juanilo says he knows many of the police officers in the neighborhood and that they didn't even get out of their car shortly after this video was taken. Multiple people have identified the woman in the video as Lisa Alexander, who's the CEO of a skincare line called LaFace. Birchbox, a makeup distribution service, posted this on its Instagram account, saying it has officially cut ties with LaFace and condemns the actions of Lisa Alexander. Because of not minding her own business, Lisa Alexander lost her business. One question I continue to ask is, with all of the examples of Karens caroning their way out of their livelihoods, why do they continue to do it? More specifically, why is there such an overwhelming need to police black and brown bodies? What is it that makes a Karen in the first place? Some answers after this.
0: We know that we're asking Americans to do a lot right now. So we're asking everyone to be selfless for others so that we can protect those who are most susceptible to this virus. A
1: question I often get asked is, why should young people care about the spread of coronavirus? Well, we know that people with underlying medical conditions over the age of 60 are at highest risk, but they've got to get it from somebody. Social distancing is really physical separation of people.
0: It's what we refer to when we ask people to stay at least six feet apart.
1: Not going to bars, not going to restaurants, not going to theaters where there are a lot of people. It all just means physical separation so that you have a space between you and others who might actually be infected or infect you. We all have a role to play in preventing person-to-person spread of this disease, which can be deadly for vulnerable groups. For more information on how you can social distance, please go to coronavirus.gov. For downloads of this and past episodes and information about all the multimedia services we offer, log on to our website at www.markgunmedia.com. That's markgunmedia.com. Welcome back to Gunshot Straight from the Hip. I'm Mark Gunn. This episode... Karen, it's not just a name, it's a mission statement. We've been talking about the Karen phenomenon and its history of getting black men killed. In the era of the Black Lives Matter movement, more Karens have come out of the woodwork, openly displaying their racism and their need to control everything around them. Please don't come close to me. Sir, I'm asking
2: you to stop recording Please don't come close to me. A white woman appears to call police, accusing a
0: black man of threatening her after he asked her to put her dog on a leash.
2: This woman don't want to let a little girl sell some water. A Little girl was trying to sell bottled water
1: so she could go to Disneyland. Now her story has exploded. That video of her neighbor calling the police now viewed more than a million times. Teresa Klein accused a nine-year-old boy of sexual assault, and the store's surveillance video tells a different story. Clearly showing the boy's backpack accidentally brushed against Klein, but. What is it that makes a Karen in the first place? According to some social scientists, Karenism is a trait known as psychological entitlement. At one time, it was thought to be a subset of narcissistic personality disorder. However, there is a distinct difference between the two. Narcissism is about the self and describes levels of self-esteem usually higher than considered the normal degree. Entitlement is usually about others. Generally speaking, entitled people may not have the higher self-esteem that a narcissist does, and are more concerned about what others have that they don't. A narcissist believes that they are owed everything because of their delusional sense of superiority over others. An entitled person believes that they are owed things simply because others have them. This speaks directly to the All Lives Matter response whenever anyone says Black Lives Matter, or the pushback that some Whites give when asking why there are HBCUs, or Historically Black Colleges and Universities, or BET, Black Entertainment Television, all the while ignoring the fact that these institutions were brought into being because of Blacks not being allowed into the spaces that they occupy. And the $6 million question, why is it that Black people can say the N-word, but white people can't. Common thread being that there's something that whites are missing out on, that blacks have, all with the underlying belief that if blacks get true equality, whites will lose something, as if racism were a zero-sum game. How does a person become entitled in the first place? For one thing, they've completely bought into the hype of America being the greatest nation on the earth in only three categories, number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense spending, where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined, 25 of whom are allies. When you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the f you're talking about. Research over the last decade shows that Americans have become increasingly more psychologically entitled and narcissistic over time.
0: One variable that may affect who is high in entitlement is parenting style, as found by Giverts and Segrin They found a positive correlation between permissive parenting styles and psychological entitlement. Permissive parents are not demanding or directive, instead they are highly responsive and accepting of their children. Permissive parenting emphasizes leniency and children regulating their own behavior. Perhaps it comes as little surprise then that children of these parents are higher in entitlement. Entitlement was also related to parental control, which is just another way of saying overparenting. Overparenting is typified by excessive affection for the child and is usually the result of benevolent feelings, unaware of any potential downsides that this parenting style may elicit. Unsurprisingly, this type of parenting is also positively correlated with entitlement in children. What this all means is that, to a degree, entitled people are made not born, and are a result, at least in part, of permissive parenting styles.
1: A lack of real guidance and discipline leads to entitled children, which leads to entitled adults. Couple that with America's history of racism and some whites' refusal to see blacks as human, and you get the Karen mindset. Just how do you handle a Karen? More after this. If you're an advertiser, one of the most important things about getting your message out is actually standing out from the rest of the crowd. If you're listening to this program right now, this is where you would hear your commercial. As an exclusive sponsor to Gunshots Straight From The Hip, your commercial is professionally produced and gets a longer shelf life based on your needs. Gunshot Straight from the Hip is a unique and compelling program, unlike anything else in the marketplace. Episodes are also available for download on iTunes, and depending on how you tailor your message, the potential for new and repeat customers is that much greater. Best of all, it's extremely cost-effective. If you'd like more information on how to sponsor this broadcast, call Mark Gun Media Inc. at 502-205-2085 or 502-407-0283. That's 502-205-2085 or 502-407-0283. For downloads of this and past episodes and information about all the multimedia services we offer, log on to our website at www.markgunmedia.com. That's MarkGunMedia.com. Welcome back to Gunshots Straight from the Hip. I'm Mark Gunn. In this episode, Karen. Not just a name, it's a mission statement. Earlier in this episode, I stated that the name Karen was an acronym. And we explained how Karens often weaponize their whiteness at the expense of people of color. The acronym I came up with for Karen is Killing Any Random Emancipated Negro. So the question has to be asked, just how do you handle a Karen? As you've probably seen in quite a few cases, Karens like to put their hands on people, and it usually doesn't end well for them. Excuse me, but you did say that she needs to go back to her country. What what kind kind of...
3: Americans Excuse aren't from me. This is what this whole world. White people are not from her. this country. Don't,
1: don't serve her. her. Yeah. yeah, you do not. So serve her. Racist. You don't talk. No, 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 no 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 no, really no, 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 no. You, you, you need you,
2: to leave. You're not a part of this. You need to leave. You're not racist. a part of this. No, no. You do not come in here and use the f word and swear and call me a bitch. I've never even said that. I said she is, and you're not a part of that. So you get out of here. I know.
1: I said she
3: is, and that's why she's leaving. So you will leave too. This is going
1: all over the internet. You don't know who I am. You told her, to. you told her to go back to her country, country.
3: I where she's from. I didn't even touch her. you That's assault. Yeah. You guys know that, right? Yeah, yeah. Where were you
1: born? Where were you born? God was born in America. Where are your ancestors from? You're They're gone. not from this country. You're going back to Mexico. You better go back
0: you're to your where from. you're from. You just, no, you just walked into her. Hey. 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 Oh my god. She just touched oh, wow. me. Oh my See? god. Yep, deserved it. Oh, my god. In my opinion. Yeah, you you pushed her and she smacked you. That was uh, self-defense on her part.
1: No, and in other cases, Karens are caught on camera in full Karen mode, and they don't like it too much. Karen, are you okay? I don't understand what happened. Can you explain to me calmly?
3: No, because you're attacking me right now.
1: I'm not attacking you, ma'am. You flicked me off.
3: You're ready. Guys, this is her license
1: plate number. She lives no, here. This is her address. No,
2: this is
3: not
1: true! No! Karen, you flipped me off. No, you cut me off and flipped me off, and now you're playing we're the victim. Down. Ma'am, would you like to calm down? No,
2: you're attacking me right now. Guys, she flipped
1: me off. No, she literally flipped no. me off, and then no, she no. Dro- no. tried to come home. She's Karen. No, no. Karen, would you like to calm down and have a conversation? No, no. Why you? Am I attacking her? Now, I would never endorse using violence against a Karen unless she puts her hands on you. But I would would urge all of us to have a little bit of empathy for them. (laughs) Who am I kidding? Here's the bottom line. Times are changing. Black folks and people of color are making gains in spaces once solely occupied by whites. There's a racial reckoning going on in this country and around the world. And it seems that Karens are scared to death because, for whatever reason, they're finding themselves on the wrong side of history. They're seeing their historical dominance come to an end, and more and more of them continue to be exposed. They're losing their jobs, and they're finally learning that they aren't as entitled as this country has led them to believe. Look, I won't kid you. Karens are going to continue to Karen. But we have to continue to expose them. Speaking of which... When you're taking your videos of Karen's being Karen, do me a favor. Turn your camera to the landscape or horizontal position instead of shooting vertically or in the portrait position. We want to see everything that you see. We want to see Karen in her full glory. Remember to keep your phones charged because as long as Karen continues not to be able to mind her business, that's your opportunity to gain some business. Now, look. We've had a little bit of fun talking about Karens, but there's one crucial thing that you must remember. And I know we're having fun with this, but what I'll always tell people is, like, please make sure that we don't get so caught up in in cute nicknames. We really need to remember that the reason that we're talking about these people is because they're having egregious behavior that's been caught on camera. Let's not let their racial slurs or their berating of people that are trying to take care of them or social service workers go unnoticed because we're too too quick to try and think of a cute, catchy nickname. So I understand. Where all this is coming from But always focus on the fact That their behavior is outrageous And that should not be condoned Or put in a way That we can laugh at it We need to call it what it is
3: Yeah, and it is entitlement I think that's exactly right And privilege And if you
1: happen to Personally know a Karen Make sure she checks out This episode Thanks for listening This is Mark media Hit it! Hey, what's up? This is Mark Gunn. I have an audiobook that I collaborated on with author Steve Dust Circle. It's called Before Your First Gig. It's written specifically for the new band or artist just getting started. In about 15 minutes, we will give you the blueprint for setting up to give live performances, marketing your band, and making your music presentable to the masses and the audience that you're going after. Thousands of dollars in sound advice for, get this, $3.99. That's right, $3.99. To download your copy, simply go to my website, markgunmedia.com. That's markgunmedia.com, and the link is on the homepage. It's available from Audible, iTunes, and Amazon. Just click the link that you prefer. As an added bonus, with the proof of purchase, I'll send you the Mark Gun Media Artist Starter Kit at no additional cost. In it, you'll find all the resources you need to learn about music licensing and publishing, how to register your music with BDS and SoundScan in order to get radio airplay. There's also information about how to become a member of ASCAP and BMI. All the forms you need are included. And finally, the relationship between music and money. How you can cash in. Once you've downloaded your copy of Before Your First Gig, send me an email confirmation by going once again to the website markgunmedia.com and hit the Contact Us link. Just give me the name of one of the chapters you heard and any feedback about the book that you may have. And I will send you that Artist Starter Kit. Thousands of dollars worth of information for just under $4. You won't find this anywhere else. Remember Remember, go to markgunmedia.com and download before your first gig from the link on the homepage. Reach out with your proof of purchase by giving me the name of one of the chapters you heard. And the Mark Gun Media Artist Starter Kit is yours at no additional cost. Mark Gun Media. No hype. No hoopla. Just damn good work. You've been listening to Gunshots Straight from the Hip. The views expressed are those of the host and guests and not reflective of any business entity or anyone associated with this broadcast. If you have any comments or want more information on how to be a sponsor, log on to our website at markgunmedia.com or call us at 502-407-0283. That's 502-407-0283. Thank you for listening. Mark Gun Media. No hype, no hoopla, just damn good work.